Hello and welcome to Lunar Paranormals Podcast with your host, psychic medium and paranormal investigator, Lizzie Conley. You'll hear about mind-blowing paranormal experiences had by Lizzie, as well as strategies and tips on how to cope with your own psychic medium abilities. Thanks for spending time with us today. Now let's jump in to today's episode of Lunar Paranormal. Hey guys, and welcome back to Lunar Paranormal's podcast. This would be episode number three, and that would be how to cope with your psychic and mediumship abilities. Now, this is a long time coming. I know that. A lot of people ask me all the time, how do I cope with my psychic mediumship abilities? How do I know I'm psychic? How do I even know I'm medium? Well, this is the episode for you. Okay, guys. So if you haven't listened to episode one or listened to episode two, episode one goes into how I knew I was a psychic medium. Um, And then episode two is the birth of lunar paranormal. So if you guys are interested in listening to those first, you're more than welcome to go back and listen to those episodes, but it is not required to just go ahead and skip to this episode. So thank you back for listening. I appreciate all of you. I hope every single one of you are doing well and in good health. Um, It is great to have you back. So psychic mediumship abilities. So First off, I think we'll start with psychic abilities because there is a lot of them, guys, a lot of them. So I even had to Google some because I only knew probably a handful of them. So this list is a list of alleged psychic abilities that have been attributed to real world people. Many of these abilities are also known as extrasensory perception or the sixth sense. And in this list are not superhuman abilities from fiction. They are just not included in here. So I guess there are some superhuman abilities. (laughs) I'm guessing maybe extra strength. I'm not sure. Who knows? So the first one we'll get into is um, apportation, which I like to call aporting. And this is the disappearance or teleportation of something from one place to another or an appearance of something from an unknown source. Wow. Astral projection or mental projection. This is the ability to voluntarily project an astral body or mental body being associated with an out-of-body experience in which one's consciousness is felt to temporarily separate from the physical body. Guys, I know people that do this and people that want to do this. I'm never going to do this. This is quite terrifying to do. I hear it's a really, really cool experience, but... I don't know about that one. It seems a little crazy to me. Automatic writing is another psychic ability, which is one that I do. Automatic writing is the ability to draw or write without conscious intent. I usually use this to contact spirit. Um, Billocation, the ability to present in two different places at the same time, usually attributed to a saint. Hmm. Okay. All right. Clairvoyance, the ability to see things and events that are happening far away and locate objects, places, people using the sixth sense. Now, I did not know clairvoyance was known as the sixth sense. So that's kind of cool. Demo optical perception, the ability to perceive unusual sensory stimuli through one's own skin. What? Okay. 
divination, the ability to gain insight into a situation using the occult. Now that would be probably pendulums, tarot, gems, crystals, rocks, bones, stones, things like that. Uh, dowsing, the ability to locate water, sometimes using a tool called dowsing rods, which you guys have seen me use before. Dream telepathy, the ability to telepathically communicate with one person through their dreams. Now, I have done this with my twin sister. Not trying, but we did it when we were very young, and it was a crazy experience. If you guys want to know about that, I'll get into that with a different episode of some of the crazy things that have happened to me. Um, energy medicine, the ability to heal the one's own empathetic etheric, astral, mental, or spiritual energy. That was a mouthful. I hope I pronounced all of that correctly. Probably not. Levitation, the ability to float or fly by mystical means. Now I want to know, why did I not get this psychic ability, okay? Because they put this down there on the list because somebody has done it, all right? And it's not just magicians. I kind of want this ability, don't you guys? Uh, materialization, the creation of objects and materials or the appearance of matter or materials or the appearance of unknown sources. Creepy. Mediumship or channeling, the ability to communicate with spirit, like me. Uh, precogniz precognition, precognition. Oh, I can't say that word. You guys know what I mean. Premonition. That's another word for it. Premonition. The ability to perceive future events. I have that too. Psychic surgery. What? The ability to remove disease or disorder with or over the body tissue via an energetic insertion that heals immediately afterwards. I think this would also be known as Reiki. Um, I've also studied this before too. If you guys don't want to Reiki is, look that up. It's absolutely a beautiful way to meditate. Um, psychokinesis or telekinesis, the ability to influence a physical system without physical interaction, typically manifesting as being able to exert force, control objects, or move matter with one's mind. Now, this is a scary one to have, okay? People who usually have psychokinesis usually don't know they have it. And they're usually called PK children or PK. It's usually called PK children because this usually happens in adolescence or teenage years. This starts happening because I think of the extra hormones in the teenage body. Now, these types of people who have this psychic ability can actually create something you guys know as um, the spirits that throw objects, move objects, stack things. Very, very, very scary. And they and they can create, they can create stuff like absolutely terrifying. Um, let's see, ergokinesis, the ability to influence the movement of energy such as electricity without direct interaction. Whoa. Psychometry, the ability to obtain information about a person or an object by touch. So let's say I hold your grandma's necklace or your mom's ring and I can pick up the energy from that. And there's a lot of, lot of mediums and psychics that do use this. Um, pyrokinesis, I bet you guys can guess what that is. The ability to obtain information about a person or an object by touch. 
That's crazy. Oh, sorry. The ability to control flame, fire, or heat using one's mind. Sorry, I was doing psychometry again. So that was pyrokinesis, the ability to control flames, fire, or heat using one's mind. Now, the next one I'm just going to spell because I don't really think there actually is a way to pronounce it. It's spelled R-D-D-H-I. Now, this is the abilities gained through Buddhist meditation. That's kind of cool. Remote viewing. Wow. The ability to see a distant or unseen target using extrasensory perception. Then you've got retrocognition, uh, the ability to supernaturally perceive past events. I do that. <laughs> Telepathy, the ability to transmit or receive thoughts supernaturally. I do that too. Uh, thoughtography. The ability to impress an image and by burning it onto the surface of one's own mind only. That's crazy. Xenoglossy. The ability of a person to suddenly learn to write and speak a foreign language without any natural means such as studying or research. But that is um, often rather bestowed by divine agents whatever they mean by divine agents. That is crazy. And I've actually heard stories of people that, um, you know, are donors and that receive somebody's heart or lung or leg, and they just pick up on the language and they never studied it before. So I do know that exists, but that is the list from A to Z of the known psychic abilities that they know of as of right now. Guys, people out there can control fire. They can float and levitate. I'm surprised by this. I don't know, but I'm just saying that's kind of crazy. So I'm going to go into the definition of what a psychic is. I just want to go into all of this with you guys. And I know it seems like a little textbook, but I really want to make sure that we understand exactly what a psychic is on the definition, what I believe a psychic is and what different psychic abilities there are, because I get asked this a lot. So I figured I would just read them off for you guys. Um, so a psychic is a person who claims to use extrasensory perception or ESP to identify information hidden from the normal senses, particularly involving telepathy or clairvoyance, or who performs acts that are apparently inexpl inexplicable by natural laws, such as psychokinesis or apportation or aporting. Although many people believe in psychic abilities, the scientist consensus is that there is no proof of the existence of such powers and describes the practice as pseudoscience. The word psychic is also used as an adjective to describe such abilities. The critics attribute psychic powers to international trickery as self-delusion. In 1988, the U.S. National Academy of Sciences gave a report on the subject and concluded that there is no scientific justification from research conducted over a period of 130 years that the existence of parapsychology phenomenon, a study attempted to repeat recently reported that parapsychological experiments um, that, let's see, parapsychological experiments that appear to support the existence of precognition. Attempts to repeat the results, which involved performance on a memory test to, assert, to, to ascertain if post-test information would affect it, fail to produce the significant effects and thus do not support the existence of psychic abilities of this kind. So scientists are saying 
well, we've done tests and we think y'all are full of shit is basically what they're saying. Sorry, bad words. Um, so I wanted to read that to let people know that there are no scientific, scientifically proven that we exist, that our powers are real. Our abilities are real, right? So that is the list of psychic abilities. So for me, a psychic ability is something of past, present, and future. Something that is happening now, something that will happen into the future, and something that has happened to you in the past. Those are psychic abilities. And also reading off the list of them, you guys get an idea of what a psychic is. Now, a psychic, a clairvoyant, which would be a medium is usually in those as well. But they're a little bit separate because can you see the future and be a psychic? Yes, 100%. Can a medium see the future? Yes, 100%. So they're a little different in the way that they work. I know that's confusing. But if you're a medium, you understand. So those are psychic abilities, seeing the future, seeing the past, seeing the present, and the rest of those awesome powers like controlling fire and floating. What the heck? So we're going to go into now mediumship, okay? Mediumship is being able to see and speak with the dead. That would be your loved ones on the other side, spirits walking around, whether that's lower level entities, demons, gods, spirit guides, things that you can't see that mediums can. We can see the veil between the living and the dead. That is something that we have got since birth. Can you gain these abilities through practice? No, you cannot gain mediumship or be a medium through practicing. This is an ability that was God given and it was given to you by God. That is it. Psychic abilities, everybody has the ability to be psychic. Now, does that mean that you can go study it and your psychic abilities will come out? No, it does not. But you can give it a shot because everybody does have psychic abilities to a certain extent, like empaths. You guys will go sit in a movie and you will really feel that movie. You will cry when other people cry. You will be happy when they're happy. I feel bad for empaths because you guys really take a huge toll. So just know that everybody can hone in on these abilities. Okay, so on to mediumship. Now, the first one is they go by Claire's. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different Claire's. I know that a lot of people say there's five, but there's seven here. And the first one is clairvoyance. This means the intuitive vision, the ability to gain visual telepathic information that others can't see. Okay. Claire audience. That's of clear hearing, the power to hear sound from the spirit world. Claire sentience, clear feeling empathic sense of emotions. Okay. Claircognizant, just of clear knowing, intuitive inner knowing you just know. You don't have to have an expl explanation for it. You just know. Uh, Clairalliance, clear smelling, suddenly smelling something that has symbolic meaning to you. I really hope I pronounced that correctly. And Clairgustance, Clear taste, the ability to taste without actually putting anything into your mouth. So that would mean if I tasted blood or something like that. Um, clear tangency, which is clear touch or psychometry, the ability to receive information by touch. So I didn't know that psychometry had more than one word. So there is the list and the differences between psychic, medium abilities, and where can they lie? 
So now that we've been through all of that, I get asked a lot of questions. And the two questions that I'm going to go over that I get asked the most is, hey, Liz or Lizzie, what abilities do I have? Do you know? Uh, No, I don't. Sometimes I can pick up on people because spirit will be like, hey, they see dead people sometimes. And I'll be like, okay, I think you might have some mediumship abilities because spirit told me you see dead people. Now, will spirit always do that for everybody? No, because spirit's only going to give me information I'm allowed to know. I don't really get to pick or choose what comes out of spirit's mouth. I really don't, unfortunately. But what abilities do you have? Most people who already have psychic abilities usually know where they lie. They usually know something's different about them. They feel different. They've always known that they're meant for something bigger, greater. They know they're meant to be famous. They know there's, you know, there's always just something in them that they know there's something different and a little bit more special about them. Not that I'm saying people without abilities aren't special. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying there's just that little extra sprinkle on top. They just have this feeling I'm different. Like impasse. You guys know that you cry when other people cry. That's not normal. That's an ability. You know, I don't cry when people cry. That's, I mean, it just depends on the moment. So don't take my word for that. It depends. But most of the time you guys know something is different about you. So what I always tell people is I'm not really sure what your psychic abilities are. And I'm not really even sure if you're a medium, but can you test these abilities? Absolutely. So if you guys go back to the first episode, you'll know that I tested my abilities by just literally being thrown into it. I was terrified. I'm like, I don't have any practice. I don't, you want me to just to do it? Unfortunately, just rip the bandaid off and do it, guys. So the best way to do this would be, I love this app that's called Meetup, M-E-E-T-U-P, Meetup. It's an app on Google Play Store or iTunes. It's not sponsored, <laughs> unless you guys want to sponsor me, um, download that and look for psychic mediumship development classes. Again, psychic mediumship development classes. Most of them will be via Zoom. And if you're lucky, there will be some actually walk-in in your city. Sign up for them, go to them, because there are a lot of people wanting to know the same thing you want to know. And just start practicing on people. Just start closing your eyes, figuring out what do you feel, what do you sense, the first thing that comes to your mind. Listen, guys, when I was in my class, all right, my one meetup class that helped me realize where my abilities lie, there was this guy in there and I kept staring at him on Zoom and I'm pretty sure I was freaking him out. And I said, can I just interrupt real quick? And they're like, yeah, of course. And I'm like, you, what is it about apple orchards? I keep seeing apple orchards and his eyes get really big and he shakes his head and starts smiling. He goes, oh my God. My grandfather owned apple orchards and I just went to one yesterday. That was how I connected with my grandfather and I miss it. Guys, now let me tell you, when I was thinking about apple orchards, looking at this guy, I kept saying to myself, I am not going to say that to this man. I am not going to, that is stupid. I'm going to sound dumb. I'm, I'm going to sound like I'm freaking crazy. Well, you know what, guys, the whole point about being psychic and medium is we're a little bit crazy in a good way. We're the good crazy. So you got to be willing to say to yourself, like, listen, I see a red balloon. I see wet socks. I see a weird belt. I see heart issues. I see a white cat. I see a Christmas tree. Just say whatever comes to your mind because that might be a message for them. Okay, so don't ever second guess what you're thinking. And if it's wrong, 
that's okay because it might not be it might have not meant it might have not been for them it could just be your spirit is showing you a christmas tree relating that maybe the holidays were something important right so you just have to kind of learn where these these different images come from sometimes you guys might hear them you might hear voices instead that's normal so i would say go to classes jump into it start doing that now, if you really want to hone in on your abilities, like I did myself to help people, meditation, okay? Meditation. I hate meditation. <laughs> I think probably 50-50. I'm probably sure maybe more people hate it than they do like it. I can't sit still, but I had to learn how to meditate. It was very important that you get yourself right on the cusp of rim and relaxation and closing your mind off. Because if your mind's going, that ego is going to keep talking to you. No, that's not right. What are you saying? Stop thinking that. Listen, I'm not saying you have an ego. There's a voice in your head that I like to call ego that is going to get in the way every time. And it's going to scare you from saying stuff. So meditation is key to start growing those abilities and talking to your inner self and talking to inner spirit. Now, I know that there's another question that will go into this is spirit guides. This will be a different episode I will go into with the different types of spirits. I'll get into spirits, ghosts, um, residuals, demons, things like that. I'll talk about spirit guides in a later episode with angels. But a lot of people ask me, meditation, guys, meditation is where you find all of your answers. And I know that's such a sucky answer. It took me almost two and a half months for my dang spirit guides to come forward. You hear that right now? You hear that spirit guides? Yeah, but now we're best buds. So meditation is the key. Now, mediumship. It's the same thing. You just got to be thrown into it. Honestly, just sit, close your eyes, take a deep breath and just write whatever comes to you. And if you're wrong, it's okay. At least you tried. Maybe you don't know you're a medium, but you really are. I didn't know I was a medium. I had no idea. No idea until I sat down and read those people and I was like, how did I know this? How did I know this? So you really just have to be thrown into it. That's how you find out what your abilities are. Throw yourself into it with like-minded people. It's always easier. Now, how do I cope with these abilities? Great question, everybody. Coping. So for me, I like to use crystals and I know not a lot of people like this, but it's okay. There's different ways. So we'll start with crystals. So for me, I love Labradorite. It helps me with my anxiety and my panic attacks. Jasper for protection. Amethyst for, you know, the psychic mediumship abilities. Um, I even have Phenocyte. And Phenocyte is very rare. P-H-E-N-C-A-I-T-E. Phenocyte. I think I spelled that right. P-H-E-N-A-C-I-T-E. Phenocyte. It is actually meant for mediums to be able to open up the third eye and the crown chakra. So that's really important. I always like to wear these crystals and really get into that. Candles. Candles are huge for setting protection. Um, intention. Guys, intention is huge when you're a medium and a psychic. You have to put out intention. What is it that you want? What is it that you need? If you don't set those intentions, stuff can get crazy. Stuff can get very crazy. And we can go more into that with like, you know, how to protect yourself and things like that. Meditation is huge. Um, every night before I go to bed, I always meditate. Every single morning before I wake up, I always meditate. Before I use my abilities, I always ground myself and protect myself. And grounding, 
is, is different than protecting. It's a form of protection, but it's different for me. So for me, imagining a white light, a ball of white light, a beam shooting through the top of my head, showering over me, a lavender white light of protection around me, like a big bubble. And I, I imagine that as my protection bubble, that nothing can get into that. And it's warm and it's inviting and nothing bad can come in. Only love. Seriously, that's how I help myself cope with these abilities. Now, another way of coping, which I think is probably the most important, friends in this community, people that are like-minded of you. I cannot tell you how many friends I have now that I can go to and say, guys, I'm feeling this today. It feels weird. And they're like, it's not weird. I feel it too. Let me tell you what, when somebody else feels the same weird crazy you do, it really helps you. So that is another coping. Please find like-minded people, get their phone numbers and be able to reach out to them. You guys always have me too. Um, I also use smudging, which is, um, you know, sage. I have my candles, which I said, and my crystals. Um, intention is huge for me, guys, is the hugest way I cope with it. My intentions are set. I don't want anything talking to me today. I don't want anything coming through today. I only want this to come through. I only want that to come through. And I know that you're probably gonna be like, that's it. That's how you cope with the abilities. Like really? Like, well, what happens if I, if I start freaking out in the middle of the store and all that? Take a deep breath, close your eyes, recenter yourself, ground yourself, open your eyes and move on. Now, for mediums, this is a little different. I just looked at the clock. It says 333. <laughs> Hi, angels. <laughs> um, that's also another one, too. I see repeated numbers everywhere. I don't know about you guys. For mediums, how do you cope with seeing dead people? <laughs> oh, this is a tough question. Well, I've been seeing them since I was little. Um, so it's kind of normal to me now. And I know a lot of people are like, well, are you scared of seeing them? Uh, not really. I was at first, but they're really not as scary as you guys think. They're really not. Um, you know, they just don't blink and they don't talk. And I know that sounds kind of creepy, but they're not like super pale and their eyes aren't bugging out of their head or anything. They look just like you and me. Um, I can tell the difference between the living and the dead because their eyes don't blink and their mouth doesn't move and they just stare. Um, for the most part, I just kind of walk past them. Um, sometimes you see them pacing back and forth. I mean, for me, it's just normal to be surrounded by them. As you learn your abilities more and more, you'll start understanding that they're really not there to hurt you. It's really not that scary. They really are just passing by, you know, just think of yourself on a train, on a train station and you just a bunch of people walking by and passing by. That's what it's like all the time. So to cope with that, if they start bugging you, you can look at them and say, you need to go. I'm not open. I am not open. That's it. And they walk away. Will they attach themselves? No. Only if you let them. Honestly, I very rarely have ever had to tell a spirit to back off. Most of the time, if you set those meditations in the morning, you're basically putting up a sign that says closed for business until you open yourself up, which we can get more into how to open yourself up, how to protect yourself, how to speak to them, how to talk to them. But this episode, I just wanted to go a little bit more into the psychic abilities, the mediumship abilities. What does it mean to me? You know, what does it mean on Google, the scientific stuff behind it? Really, nobody understands where these come from. Okay, so we are all just as confused as the next person, but we are special. And, you know, it's just medium abilities and psychic abilities I know sound very scary, but they're really not. Just let go of the fear 
and open yourself up. It's okay. Now, evil. No, guys. I very rarely ever come across evil spirits. Why? Because I'm not an evil person and I don't ask for it. It just happens, okay? Sometimes you will come across them. It's the same thing. Get away from me. Leave me alone. I don't want you here. You need to go. That's it. They're gone. Boom. Smudge yourself. You're good. Salt, whatever. So don't ever worry about evil stuff coming in, guys. It's just not common, okay? If you're, if you're a good person and your spirit is pure and you're pure and you have a good mindset, that's all that's going to follow you is love, okay? So this is going to wrap up the episode, the third episode, woo, how to cope with your psychic mediumship abilities. I know that it wasn't a crazy magical way of coping with them and you guys were thinking something, you know, out of this world, like how does she do it? But to be honest, really, it's just friends and finding your own, your own tools that help you, you know? So... Thank you all so much for reaching to the end of episode three. I greatly appreciate all of you. Again, a new episode comes out every Monday. So check back next Monday for the newest episode. I hope that every single one of you stay healthy. I love every single one of you. Bless every single one of you. And as as always, stay unusual and strange. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow Lunar Paranormal on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, stay strange and unusual.